Shopify. Yeti, Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Including our very own T-Boy merch store. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your physical retail store? Shopify POS is like a command center for your store both in person and online. Shopify is a powerhouse selling partner. Their user-friendly interface is your source of truth for your sales, your inventory, and your shipments. Plus, there's the Shopify tools for Instagram and TikTok marketing campaigns. Shopify offers hardware to let you accept every payment and customer service to solve every problem. If you're selling something, you should sell it with Shopify like we do. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tboy, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash tboy to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash T-Boy. Sundays for Dogs. Yetis, do you know who Sundays for Dogs was founded by? Well, it was a practicing veterinarian who wants dogs to live happy and healthy lives as long as ever. Sunday's dog food contains 90% meat, 10% 10% superfoods, and 0% synthetic stuff. And Jack's actually been feeding it to River for a while now, and apparently she, like, storms into the kitchen, right, Jack? As soon as she hears those air-dried slabs of meat hit her bowl, she's wagging her tail running in. So, Jack and I love dogs on this show, and we love you. So, we're offering 40% off your first order of Sunday's dog food. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash tboy or use code tboy at checkout to get 40% off. That's sundaysfordogs.com slash tboy. Fabric by Gerber Life. Yeti's fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. When Jack and I became dads, we got term life insurance. For 20 years, our family will be protected financially. So we pay a tiny premium monthly so that our family gets a payout if like the worst should happen to us. For the next 20 years. And that brings us huge comfort. So join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their families. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash tboy. That's M-E-E-T fabric.com slash T-B-O-Y. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Tuesday, T-Boy Tuesday, September 26th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It is a T-Boy, Jack. On T-Boy Tuesdays, what do we do, Nick? Jack, I think you know what we wear. What do we wear, man? We wear a T-Boy. Yes, we do. Jack's got the hat. I've got the shirt together. We're like Milan Fashion Week, Jack. I don't know about that, but the hats are available at tboypod.com slash shop. Check it out. It's slamming salmon, and it just looks chef's kiss. First story, what do we got for the pod, man? After six months, the Hollywood writer's strike is finally coming to an end. The writer has got an exceptional deal, so you can stop pretending you like suits. For our second story, the newest theme park is Nerf. Like the Nerf football and the Super Soaker, they just got a roller coaster. Because a great brand is like a rubber band. And our third and final story is Spotify. Spotify's newest product makes your favorite podcast host fluent in your native language. Here's the question, Yetis. You can scale words, but can you scale chemistry? Or Jack, puedes escalar palabras, pero puedes escalar quimica? All right, we'll save that for the story, Nick. But yet, is before we hit that fantastic mix. A fantastic mix of stories, Jack. The biggest news of the weekend by far. It's Taylor Swift has a boyfriend. It's official. Pro footballer Travis Kelsey 
is T Swift's new boyfriend. Karma's not her boyfriend. Travis is literally her boyfriend. And that boyfriend is the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Jack, let's go into the bios here. Travis Kelsey, what do we got, man? Looking at the roster, six foot five, 250 pounds. Guess what? He side hustles as a podcast host. Perfect. He knows his way around a microphone. Taylor Swift, what kind of roster we see in there? Five foot eleven. The rest tells itself. And yet he's here's the situation. Taylor happens to be on a month-long break from her famous Eras tour. So on Sunday night, she went to Travis's ball game. Yes, she did. And she sat in the booth with Travis's mother. True story. And nothing has brought men and women of this country together like this Sunday crush we all just saw. Yeah, it was the biggest thing to happen <laughs> to Sunday since the Bible. <laughs> because he wears dark jeans and Nikes. She's cheer captain and she's on the bleach. Literally. And after the game, they drove away in Travis's convertible. It was like a high school prom, even though you got kicked out of your high school prom, Jack. Senior year. But I was prom king junior, just for the record. Full disclosure, full disclosure. But Yetis, let's look at the numbers of this couple. Because the numbers of this couple tell quite a story, Jack. Both Travis and Taylor were born in 1989. Same year, same album, not too shabby. This couple has the most Super Bowls and Grammys combined of any couple ever. 14 and counting. His jersey. Jersey number is 87. Her favorite number is 13. If you add those up, you get 100, which feels important. But the best number of what Nick and I are calling Double T Swift. The best number of the Double T Swift couple. What is it, Jack? Travis has played in three stadiums so far this year. But Taylor, she's played in 57. Hey, Travis. Yeah. Shake it off. No one's calling you the anti-hero, man. Nobody is. Hut, hut, Jack. Let's hit our three stories. Call it a two-point conversion. Taylor's version. <laughs> Let's hit those three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, because we're ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, after six months, it is official. The writers have won. They got Hollywood to pay them more, so they're ending the strike soon. So here's what Jack and I are going to do. We're going to tell you what the tentative writer strike deal means for writers and what it means for you. But most importantly, it sounds like the year of the rerun is soon coming to an end. Oh, man, it was getting rough out there, man. <laughs> I know. Instead of rewatching Suits, episode two, season three from 2012. I almost called up Katzenberg and asked him to bring back Quibi Jack. Netflix will soon have new shows to put on the homepage again. Suits. It was good, but it was getting old. <laughs> because late Sunday night, negotiators announced a tentative deal. Now, Yetis, we should point out this deal is not done yet, right, Jack? The deal still has has to be voted on by the 11,000 members of the writers' union. And it's just the writers, not the actors, who have a deal. Right. But the writers have ceased their picketing, and they're going to return to work once the deal is official. And Jack, who are the first shows that we're going to see come back on TV now that the strike's over? The first shows we'll see come back are the ones that don't need actors. And we're talking late night talk shows, 12 p.m., Colbert kind of stuff. You know, you know, you know, what's the deal with airline peanuts? Like that kind of a thing, yeah. Right. But movies, dramas, and like 10-episode series, those need actors, and the actors are still on strike. 
Now, Yetis, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. We don't have the actual text of the agreement yet, but we do have leaks. And what do we think, Jack? The leaks suggest that the writers won. The leaks sound like the writers won. And when we check the numbers, it looks like the writers won. Here's how we know. The stocks of the TV and movie studios who are paying the writers, their stocks fell yesterday. Warner, Comcast, and Disney, their stocks didn't pop on enthusiasm. They dropped on some awkwardness. Because union leadership calls the three-year deal that they negotiated an exceptional deal. What we're saying here, Yetis, is that the writers got a fairy tale ending on this thing. Here's the main thing the writers want. Residual compensation for money made on streaming. And when you're watching Game of Thrones and you see a dragon, they're actually going to get a dollar if they wrote the script for that show. Didn't happen before. The second thing the writers want is a minimum staffing requirement for new TV shows. HBO, you can't just work a small number of writers to death in some back room. Six episode series, you need 12 writers. I don't know if that's the ratio, but there's a minimum ratio. <laughs> and finally, the writers got a guarantee that artificial intelligence won't hurt their pay. AI will not write their script, and ChatGPT will not show up in the end credits. Literally. Now, Yetis, while writers are celebrating this deal on social media, studios are basically... No comments. Jack, remember that studio executive who said, uh, we're going to starve the writers out until Christmas? That was dark. One studio executive said that writers were going to be demoralized by this and crawl back to the negotiating table begging to return to work. Yeah, well, spoiler alert, looks like those studio executives were dead wrong. Because the strikes have already cost the studios an estimated $1.6 billion in delayed box office releases. I'm sorry, Jack, can you repeat that number again? $1.6 billion. Looks like the studios can't Caved, the writers didn't. Sit down, stand up, and start writing again. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over in the entertainment industry? To quote Meg Ryan, I'll have what she's having. Yet, is this deal, it was so big, it actually has an influence on all the other strikes out there. You know, like Hot Strike Summer. If the deal the writers got really is exceptional, that's going to embolden the other strikers. It's going to give them more leverage. Because besties, if the actors see that writers got a great deal, then the actors are more likely to demand a great deal too. And if auto workers see that writers got a great deal, they're going to say to their union membership, see, their strike worked, so will ours. Now that the writers got a great deal, actors and auto workers are going to shout even louder. Just like when Harry met Sally. Nick, what will they be shouting? Waiter, I'll have what she's having. And they're not talking about a pastrami sandwich. For our second story, Hasbro is opening their first ever theme park for Nerf. Like the Nerf football. That Nerf. It's called Nerf Mania, and it's testing the limits of this brand. Yetis, you did not grow up in the 90s unless you raised a Tamagotchi, drank Capri Sun, and nursed a Beanie Baby back to health in the same day. And fought with your brothers over a Nerf football during recess. It happens. And yes, sorry, Katie, I did call that <laughs> Nerf blaster. <laughs> Nerf. It's known for water guns, dart guns, and foam footballs. Nerf, the brand, is doing $400 million in annual sales, aren't they, Jack? It's owned by Hasbro, the second biggest toy company in the world. And the reason for Nerf's sales growth is that they're doing more R&D than like Lockheed Martin these days. For instance, the Super Soaker, that's a Nerf sub-brand, and it is a sophisticated water weapon. Yeah, it's become the most powerful water gun since the ancient Roman water cannon. And the Nerf football, it's guaranteed to spiral, which is frustrating as a quarterback who can actually throw a spiral. We all know the sound of that screaming Vortex football. You've heard it. Now, Nick, the Nerf 
gun caused a huge drama in the Kramer family when I was a kid. What was the drama? My buddy shot my dad in the head. My dad sent him home. He walked all the way down the street with his tail between his legs. <laughs> It's not that great a story, actually. <laughs> Unless you know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's listening. <laughs> Nerf, the phone was the best thing to happen to your parents' living room. John, thank you for defending me. My dad deserved that. Now, Yeti's Nerf was the 2022 Toy Hall of Fame finalist, but unfortunately, they didn't actually make it in. And Hasbro is still salty about not getting into the hall. So they're going big this year as a revenge move. Get this. 55-year-old Nerf's newest product isn't a toy. It's an experience. It's called Nerf Mania! Exclamation <laughs> point. Yeah, it's a theme park. Yeti's Hasbro just unveiled the first ever Nerf-themed amusement park. It's a real thing, and it's happening in Brazil. 50,000 square feet of family-friendly rides, restaurants, and roller coasters, all under those Nerf brands. Basically, the Six Flags of Squirt Guns. It's like Disney. But instead of Goofy walking around, it's a seven-foot foam football as a mascot. We're going to want that signature. Yetis, you're going to go ride on the Nerf Blaster Coaster. Or the Super Soaker Splash Water Slide. It's also the most dog-unfriendly amusement park ever. Correct, because your dog is going to eat up the whole amusement park. Fido is going to destroy that Nerf ball pit every day of the week. And Yetis, Nerf's first theme park isn't just a theme park. This reflects something bigger. It reflects... Our takeaways. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Nerf? A great brand is a rubber band. It can be stretched. Yeti's funny theme Jack and I are noticing. Brands are testing the limits of their relevance, especially in the toy aisle. Because the greatest test of a brand is its ability to enter an unrelated product and industry. For example, Lego had success over the last decade by turning toy Legos into a series of movies. And Barbie's having success this decade turning their toy into a box office sensation. Now Hasbro is applying the same idea to a different industry. And you know what? They're not just doing it in Brazil. They're doing another Nerf theme park in Tennessee. It opens next year. And they already opened a Peppa Pig theme park down in Florida. Now, Nerf shouldn't be launching a dating app, Nick. Yeah. That'd be stretching their brand a little too far. It might snap on you. Remember, rubber bands, they can snap. But the toy industry is testing the limits of their IP. Because a great brand is a rubber band. It can handle a stretch. ZocDoc. Yetis, you've probably used a restaurant booking app to book a restaurant reservation for Friday night. Wouldn't it be nice to use a simple app or website like that to book a doctor's appointment? Well, that's what ZocDoc is. I've used it for years. Jack, remember when I hurt my back years ago, that herniated disc? Yes. I was booking those doctor's appointments using ZocDoc. Because ZocDoc is an online platform to find and book tens of thousands of doctors who take your insurance. It's kind of like a restaurant booking app, but for a doctor checkup, not a ribeye. On ZocDoc, you can browse top-tier doctors who get patient reviews by verified patients, and you can filter the results by your health insurance. It's just so much better than making a whole bunch of phone calls and just waiting on hold. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you. And then instantly book appointments with all of them online. Save time, find the best doctors, and avoid being on hold for like 30 minutes. By booking through ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash T-Boy and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash T-Boy. ZocDoc.com slash T-Boy.
Burrow. Yeah, it is. It's ski season. So, Jack, uh, I know what that means. Your brothers are coming up. Going to get some visits, man. I have a guest room, but I'd need three guest rooms to house my three brothers and their families next. Like most people have one guest room with their lucky, but that is where Burrow's shift sleeper sofa comes in. I've actually purchased two Burrow sofas before. I'm so excited for this sleeper sofa because it turns any room into a bedroom. Because Yeti's in under a minute, you can flip the seat cushions out and voila, a two-person queen-size bed emerges. It's a beautiful sofa that transforms into a cozy queen-size bed in one minute. Frankly, everyone should have one of these in their home. It's the shift sleeper sofa from Burrow. We wish Burrow would give me a promo code. Buy one brother, get two brothers free. Yeah, too many brothers, Jack. In the meantime, <laughs> check out Burrow's seating options and all their incredible furniture at burrow.com slash tboy and get 15% off when you do. That's burrow.com slash tboy for 15% off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash tboy. For our third and final story, this one's wild. Spotify just announced the biggest change to podcasting of the year. Spotify is using AI to translate podcasts into different languages, but still with the host's native voice. Okay, Jack, I already know this story's coming because we prepared this together, but like pretty <laughs> sure this is a Harry Potter technology. That's like what this sounds like, man. This sounds like dark magic, man. Yeah, it does. And now Spotify has it. Yes, it does. Yeti Spotify is literally translating select podcasts into other languages using artificial intelligence. Jack Shepard, Monica Padman's armchair expert podcast. It's listenable now in Spanish. And Jack, como se dice, call her daddy in Italiano. You can listen to an entire episode of Lex Friedman's podcast in Lex's voice, but translated into German thanks to AI. Ach, yeah. But Yetis, we should sprinkle on a little more context here, right, Jack? Because this is not technically Spotify's technology. No, Spotify is partnering with OpenAI the company everyone's talking about that's behind ChatGPT. But still, Yetis, if you're a Boston sports fan living in Provence, then you can listen to Bill Simmons en français. The pods are translated first into Spanish, but eventually this feature will expand to French and German too. Now, Yetis, this is a potentially huge impact for podcasters because of a pretty simple equation. More languages equal way bigger market. Instead of your audience being limited to only those who speak your language, the whole world could listen to your podcast thanks to this feature. With this new feature, once it works in all languages, technically the total addressable market size is all 7 billion humans on the planet. But a funny thing we should point out about this feature. This is a little thing about podcasting that like, it's a little podcasting secret, Jack, and I like to share with each other. It's not just about the words you say. It's about the tone you deliver them. Exactly. Like, Jack, should we jump into a little Spanish here? Let's do it. Okay. Yo soy Nick Y mi nombre es Jack Y esta es el mayor una ahora Okay, let's try some German now In dieser Wirtschaft In dieser Wirtschaft Alright, take it home with Italian Signore Jack ¿Cuál es la takeaway para nuestra amici de Spotify? I'm resting out of time, but that's my cue for the takeaway, right? Si You can translate a voice but can you translate chemistry? Now, Yetis, Jack and I, we would love to test this new feature out because we're fans of innovation. We're going to ask Spotify. We're actually, we would love to try this thing out. But we're not sure it would work for our show at all. Because our show is about communicating information clearly and understandably. But it's also storytelling and tone and chemistry between you and me, Nick. 15 years of chemistry between us, Jack. So Spotify's technology, it can translate the literal words spoken by the podcast host. But here's the big question. Can it capture the tone 
spoons needed for good storytelling. And can it capture the chemistry and juicy moments between two co-hosts? And will the cultural references, the inside jokes, or the turns of phrase make any sense when they're translated verbatim to another language using AI? Or will our reference to mattress, 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 and slam and salmon confuse the listener? Because, Yetis, you don't just listen for the words we say. You listen for the feelings that those words give you. And we're not sure AI can translate that into Thai. If you know, you know. Here's the question. You can translate the voice, but can you translate the chemistry? Giacomo, can you whip up the takeaways for us over there? The writer strike is ending, and it looks like the writers got pretty much everything they wanted. Now the other strikers are going to say, I'll have what she's having. For our second story, Hasbro is opening a Nerf-branded theme park with footballs, super soakers, and darts. Because a great brand is like a rubber band. It can stretch. And our third and final story is Spotify's newest AI feature. It lets podcasters translate into different languages, but still in their own natural voice. Here's the key question. They can translate the words, but can they translate the chemistry? But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, Amazon is splurging up to $4 billion to invest in an AI startup called Anthropic. That's right. Amazon's answer to ChatGPT will bring AI to AWS. That's a lot of abbreviations. That is a whole <laughs> lot of acronyms. And second, Lego, the toy company, was supposed to stop using petroleum in their plastic bricks, but they just canceled the plan. Lego says that using recycled plastic bottles instead actually has an even bigger carbon footprint. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Fitzgerald Garcia, living in St. Louis, but born in the Dominican Republic. Hispanic Heritage Month started a week ago on September 15th. Now here's the interesting thing. This is actually the only cultural month that spans two months over 30 days. It goes from mid-September to mid-October. And what's the reason for that, Jack? Many Latin American countries celebrate their Independence Days on September 15th. Okay, let's whip out the whiteboard here, Yetis. We got El Salvador, Honduras, Costa Rica, Guatemala, Nicaragua, September 15th, Independence Days. All five of those countries declare their independence from Spain on September 15th. Now, Jack, let's travel a little north and then a little south. What else we got? Mexico and Chile, they celebrate their Independence Days not on September 15th, but September 16th and September 18th. This is an Oktoberfest. This is Independence Fest, Jack. I don't want a vice beer. I want a cerveza. Yetis, you look fantastic for T-Boy Tuesday. Jack, if you can master cookie crisp in Korean, oh my God, there is no <laughs> stopping us, man. We're just scaling everywhere. In German, it's cooking crisp. <laughs> That actually sounds more offensive than it sounds delicious. Yetis, if you speak another language, leave us a review in another language. Nick and I will read it in your language on this pod. Say lo say, lo say. Wenn man weiß, man weiß. And before we go, a shout out and thank you to Alex and Molly Jackson, my wives, who both, we just both had kids a few months ago. While we were in LA all week, they were doing an amazing job holding things down. They were solo parenting and Nick and I were swiping pics of those babies the whole time. Thanks so much, guys. And a happy birthday to Yeti Sarah Turpin in Seattle, who's listening to this pod with her two cats and a nice bowl of oatmeal. Happy birthday to Jason Kistler. 
from Raleigh, North Carolina. And a happy birthday to Jorge Muniz over in Highland, Michigan. Happy birthday to Lindsay Hart and a rescue pup in Martinez, California. Okay, and Jack, Avista Ortiz Bari, her startup, Glist, was just featured on TV. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. And congratulations to Spencer and Kaylin Ong, who just opened their first Airbnb on James Island in Charleston. Unlike Nerf World, it's dog-friendly and by the beach. And to anyone else who's celebrating something today, make it a team. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon and Disney. Nick and I both own stock of Apple, Spotify, and Airbnb. <laughs> your, your double response of just see. <laughs> I should have actually said, uh, no comprendo. No. <laughs> if you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, Tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths. And where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used. Because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amex slash you know.